0: Welcome to the School of Hollywood. I'm Steve Owens, your host. I interview celebrities in Hollywood and talk about their success and how they got to the current status. So if you like the podcast, please share it with your friends and give us a like.
1: Hi, I'm Bailey Spin and this is School of Hollywood.
0: It's great to have you here. And uh, you've got a brand new single out called Runner Up. What is this song about? And... Who are the producers behind it?
1: The song is about feeling like you're not good enough in friendships and relationships and just anywhere in certain scenarios too, you feel like someone else is the better choice than you and you're the backup last call friend and you don't feel like you're being picked first or really being appreciated by the people around you, just kind of feeling like a backup option. And the mind behind it is, from personal experience and then my producer is code blooded also Joey he is incredible and really brought it to life and kind of turned it into that 2000s pop rock kind of sound.
0: So are you currently signed to a record label or are you an independent artist and if you're an independent artist why that route?
1: I am currently independent and we did have a couple meetings with some record labels but right now they just want to see you know, what the kind of transition is going to be going from having all these big platforms and seeing if it'll transfer over to the music side and just watching the stats because I hadn't released anything before. So we're definitely in contact, but independent for the moment, just because I really love it. And I'd love to build myself as an artist first and really work on my career there. You have
0: more people following you on TikTok than some countries have populations. How did you get started to get such a massive audience?
1: I started right back in 2020 or 2021 when the pandemic hit and I was just a high school senior. And since I was, we got cut out of school. I was at home with nothing to do, no prom, no graduation. So I really started posting these videos online just because I was bored and didn't really have anything to do. And I thought they were funny, but it ended up really escalating pretty quickly. And it turned into a full-time thing for me and I was posting content every single day. And I think the reason it got to the point that it has is because I've been very, very consistent because it always was a dream of mine. So every single day, no matter how I was feeling, I was pushing out content and coming up with new original ideas. So it's been a really fun journey. It is a really crazy number. Sometimes I can't even really comprehend how many people that would be if they were standing right in front of me. I think it would be very insane.
0: What five tips would you give somebody just starting a TikTok?
1: Definitely make sure you are posting every single day. I say that a lot, but the TikTok algorithm really loves when you post every single day. And same with all the other platforms, they're gonna put you into that algorithm, especially if you stick around the same time. Definitely be consistent in the type of content you're creating too. It's nice, you don't wanna be too far into a box, but you also don't wanna be so broad that people don't really know what to expect from you. Because usually people will follow you because they liked one thing. So I always really say to watch your analytics, That would be number three is look at your analytics page and see who's engaging with your content and what kind of people are engaging with your content, because that'll really give you a better read on what you can do to grow your account. And also don't be afraid to try something new. If what you're doing doesn't really seem to be working and you're getting frustrated, probably take a step back breathe for a second, because it can be really frustrating when you put a lot of time and effort into a video and it doesn't do well. So take a minute to breathe and really think about what you could do to maybe explore out of your box a little bit.
0: Great. Why do you think TikTok has grown so fast for you, whereas Instagram is slow to get to the party? What's the difference in your audience, do do you feel?
1: I really attract two totally different bases on TikTok and Instagram and even YouTube. I I have a bunch of different people following me. Like my TikTok is a very young audience. It's a lot of teenagers and, you know, preteens and, and kids, and they love it there. But on Instagram, it's a lot harder to grow on Instagram. Instagram is a, a little bit more stingy with pushing people out into the algorithm unless you really pick it up. And then I've had a couple moments like that where they really pushed me out. But TikTok picked me up very quickly. And Instagram is kind of Yet to do so, and sometimes the the bigger numbers won't translate back over to other accounts. So Instagram's kind of been last to join the party for me, but I have a much older audience on there, which is great, and a lot of them have been following me for my music. So I don't even post the short form skit content that I make on TikTok onto my Instagram at all. It's like a completely different page. I post a lot of beauty, lifestyle, music, and I try to keep it on that same page so people are getting more to know me because Instagram feels more personal. There's pictures, I can really talk to people and DM people. So I try to keep them different.
0: Great, Uh, what initially sparked your interest in pursuing a career in music?
1: I always loved music as a kid. I was a huge music person. The minute they gave us a chance to play an instrument in school, I started with the viola and then I played the flute and then the trombone. And then I played the ukulele and then the electric guitar now. So I always had a huge background and I felt like I was a little musically inclined and I was a huge Broadway Broadway fan. And I saw a lot of Broadway shows. I'd go home from school every day and sing in the basement. And then once my social media career was kind of taking off, it just got pushed a little to the back burner, especially because I really struggled with anxiety. And sometimes it's difficult for me to be that vulnerable and post my voice with no tuning or anything and be really real. And I just could kind of couldn't handle it because TikTok can be pretty mean. So I focused on something else. And once I became a little more confident and comfortable in my ability, I started with vocal lessons and guitar lessons to get more comfortable. And then it just kind of started slowly happening, getting into the studio and making my own music and kind of slowly introducing my audience to the fact that I want to sing and that it's always been a passion of mine. It's just been difficult for me to share it because I have to get over that that barrier and I think I have.
0: When listening to Runner Up, the first thing that came to mind was that uh, you have similarities to Avril Lavigne and I know you did a cover of her on your, your page. Uh, how would you describe your music style and how has it evolved from the beginning to where it is now?
1: I definitely take a lot of inspiration from Avril Lavigne. I love all of the 2000s kind of pop rock music. I'm a huge fan of her and Paramore. All Time Low, a lot of the emo bands that you would see in Hot Topic, those are my favorites. And so once I started making my own music, we kind of started out with more pop sounding songs. And every time we would make one, it kind of just wasn't feeling right for me. And a lot of the music I listened to is pretty intense. I don't listen to heavy metal or anything, but it's very rock. And I was like, what if we just went a little bit harder and see how that feels? Because I really want to bring in some of the elements. I love Avril, but also I love really headbang music that is really heavy on guitar solos and drums and it's just very nostalgic of 2000s rock and like anthem and shouting so once we made runner up which came out a little bit more punk I loved it so much and then we created romance is dead too which goes even harder and it's honestly every time I get in the studio I feel like my songs get a little more rock rock and roll every single time. I've just been amping it up a little bit because I really love it.
0: What is your creative process when you're writing a song and where does the inspiration for the lyrics come from?
1: The inspiration for the lyrics typically come from just one thing that I'm feeling. And I try to pinpoint exactly like a term or a phrase that would describe what I'm feeling like runner up, I felt like I was second best and not good enough. And that's where that came from. And Romance is Dead was because I was kind of looking out at the people around me and thinking about what is going wrong and how other people could change their actions. And it kind of was not focusing on myself anymore. And usually when we get into the studio, I start with that phrase and I'll say, you know, I went in there, I said, Romance is Dead. And then we just build based off of the storyline I love kind of creating a storyline and letting people really be able to visualize and focus a lot on imagery and those kind of things so we start with the verses and sometimes we'll start with the chorus too but we go off of that one phrase and try to get everything off of my plate that I'm thinking about usually I'll just start spewing all of my thoughts all at once and we try to organize them and make sure that they make sense and then we'll I'll usually give a, a song kind of inspiration for the track and then will go based off of that, you know, following the same kind of progressions or the same energy.
0: How do you balance staying true to your artistic vision while catering to your audience expectation?
1: It's been honestly really difficult to kind of mix them together because I feel like in my skits, they're very kid friendly. They're very like silly and, and I you don't really get to see my true personality. I'm very rock and roll. I have a lot of tattoos. piercings it's a lot of my personality and they don't really get to see that but i've been slowly trying to incorporate it i've been really owning my aesthetic and trying to show them my aesthetic and becoming more comfortable in it so that they'll kind of associate me with the same thing right now i feel like hannah montana and i have these two completely different things happening but i've been trying to incorporate the aesthetic and then also within the short form videos i've just been incorporating my music and trying to slowly introduce people and wind everything all together instead of having two different avenues.
0: How do you approach collaborations with songwriters or other musicians?
1: I usually like to go after people that I really look up to. Like when I wrote Runner Up, it was in collaboration with Lolo. uh, And I really loved her music so much. She's very 2000s pop rock too. And it was, we met through Instagram and then we started DMing and then ended up in a session together. And she actually introduced me to my producer too, but it was very And it's usually like a favor for a favor like I did something for her and she was kind enough to do a session with me and she's a really, really outstanding writer and that's where runner up came from and it was really great to collaborate with her but usually you, you know, try to be very calm about it because I fangirl over some of my favorite artists too but try to take a a slow approach to it.
0: Great. How do you decide which songs make your EP or becomes a single?
1: I really want to empower people to kind of be themselves and don't think of themselves the way I do in my songs. And, you know, kind of look out at the people around you. Because a lot of people like in Romance is Dead, we're looking out at the people around us. I know I struggle a lot with self-confidence and self-worth. And I really want my music to be An anthem for people who struggle too and you can sing it and shout it at the top of your lungs and try to get some of those emotions out because I know I struggle with it and other people do too so I really just want to find the community who's going to be able to relate to it.
0: Is there a particular message or theme that you strive to convey through your music?
1: Usually I'll know within the first bounce or even within the session if I like it or not it's just more of a vibe and I like to listen to it a lot I listen to it in the car when I go home and sometimes I just can't get behind it It'll be a melody or usually my producer is really great. And usually it's just something with, I don't like the lyrics or, you know, I've made a couple of songs since they're rock. I want it to be a little mean, but then they come off too mean. And I'm like, this is not what I want to portray. So usually when I first listen to it, if I'm not feeling it, I'll know. Cause if I can play it over and over again and not get sick of it, that's how I decide that I want to release it.
0: In your home studio, do you use Pro Tools, Studio One, Ableton, uh, FL Studios or Logic and why?
1: I actually use Ableton, but funny enough, I was just talking about this with my team. I do not have any of my equipment set up um, and my computer is broken. So I do have Ableton. However, I've never opened it. <laughs> and my microphone is when I use it in videos, it's not plugged in. I'm just, and I also am holding it and it's supposed to be on a stand. So I'm, I'm a newbie. Okay. <laughs> How
0: important do you consider music videos are and visual storytelling and complementing your music?
1: I personally love music videos. I am really about aesthetics and really trying to own in on the vibe and make you feel something with the video. And I'm trying to give that nostalgic effect of the 2000s and all of that kind of stuff. So it was really important to me, especially when coming out with the first single to kind of line up and make sure that what I'm saying lines up exactly with the video. And you're like, this makes sense. And we're pushing out this aesthetic and the vibe, and it really lets people relate to what's going on and it kind of builds even more of a story and gets people more connected because they can really visualize what they're listening to and kind of imagine the same thing for them. Now looking
0: ahead, are there any exciting project or goals that you would like to pursue in your music journey?
1: I definitely, my biggest dream is to perform at a festival. I have always loved going to festivals and watching the people in the stage. sometimes bring, brings me to tears when it's my favorite artist. I just saw one of my favorite artists and it's just something I would love to do running around the stage and seeing all the people in front of you. I've been watching a lot of live performances, so I definitely want to do that. And I'm also releasing an EP, which I'm very excited about, but I hope to continue making a lot of music and keep pushing out the vibe that people like.
0: Fantastic. Where can people find you on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're at?
1: (laughs) I am Bailey Spin everywhere. I like to keep it simple. If you look up Bailey Spin, every single one of my profiles will show up. They're all the same.
0: Bailey, great to have you here today on Entertainment World and School of Hollywood. And best of luck in your career.
1: Thank you so much. So nice talking to you.
0: Well, that wraps another School of Hollywood. I hope you enjoyed it today. And if you did, please give us a like and tell your friends about it. Until next time, school is out.